0: This is Dream Chasers with Adam Coswell. Dream Chasers, what's going on? Today, I want to share with you five lessons that I learned from the legendary Nick Santanastaso. If you don't know who Nick is, he is a pupil of Tony Robbins. He has multiple seven-figure businesses. He might even have a few eight-figure public speaker. And he was born with hand-heart syndrome, which is a super... Rare disease. I think only you know less than twenty people have ever been born with it. Nearly half of them don't survive. You know very far into their lives. I believe he's you know probably close to my age, somewhere late twenties, early thirties. And if you just look him up, Nick Santonastasso, you'll see his uh, you know his Instagram, everything he's accomplished. It's just really impressive for what somebody with one arm and one finger has been able to accomplish. No legs. I think he's missing his his right arm as well. Literally just his his left arm and a finger and he's a man. And so he came and he spoke at Money Momentum, which is our annual virtual capital raising conference that we do at Raise Masters, free open to the public. You can watch it live in our Facebook group. I think the recordings are down by now, but if you do actually want, you know, access to the recordings, you can go to moneymomentumsummit.com. 3 days of capital raising content straight to the dome, how to raise money in the middle of an economic recession. It was a lot of fun. And so Nick was one of our speakers and I had actually so I've seen him speak Multiple times, I think at least twice. And one of those two times, I think he gave the exact same speech that I saw him give to our group. And there, you know, from my observation working with entrepreneurs, there really is two types of people. There's the people who think they already have it figured out, the people who know everything. And then there's the people who realize, Hey, I am forever a student. There's always something I can learn here. And I know on a daily basis, I can probably still always do a better job of this. But, you know, as soon as I started hearing Nick speak, I was like, Wow, you know, I think I've heard him give this presentation before. And I kind of felt like I had two options. It was either just tune it out and and go about my day or just say, Hey, you know what? You know, maybe I can learn something new here. and i'm I'm happy that because I, I really did have a moment where I was where I, I had to decide between, you know, choosing between left and right. Like I remember, I had a moment. Like, am I going to tune this out because I already heard it? Or am I going to keep listening? I'm like, you know what? Whenever I meet people who think they already know everything, it drives me crazy. So I'm I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen up. And uh, a lot of what he shared was helpful as a refresher. And then it also, you know, I was able to see his speaking style, his deliver. You know, study certain things that you wouldn't study the first time you hear someone speak. And so. One of my biggest takeaways is figuring out your style of delivery as a communicator in general is pivotal in how successful you can be as a communicator and i just you know i, I listened and watched nick paint this beautiful picture through stories and and you know using certain words at the right time and, and pausing at the right time and asking the right question and getting people on a zoom call Fired up. I mean, there there really is an art and a science behind the message as far as getting people connected to what you have to say. And so, anytime you see a you know get a chance to watch someone speak publicly, study as much as you can. Aside from the main message, how they choose to deliver that message foundationally, and take what you like from it, implement it etc it's just a really good way to become uh, you know i would say to become a better speaker so i certainly feel as though i became a better speaker just watching him give the same message and then on top of that there's some things that stood out to me more this time that that didn't the first time lesson number 1 when someone is is speaking pay attention to their delivery style not just the message number 2 all learning is state based meaning if you're just sitting there taking something in and you're not moving, you're not writing, you're not interacting with whoever is communicating, you're you're probably going to forget a lot of it, majority of it, just going to go in one ear, out the other. When you're writing, and I'm going to get the stat wrong here, but from a percentage increase of, of memory retention, et cetera, just by interacting or doing something while paying attention to the speaker is going to help you remember that moment significantly stronger. So when possible folks you probably already know this and i'm someone who's completely also completely guilty of of not doing this as, enough times but take notes and the reason uh, proof right now is i these i'm reading off of my notes <laughs> right now right so take notes it helps you learn things better all learning is state based lesson number 3 if you want to be the one in your family that breaks the chain that changes the trajectory that turns things around that that maybe takes the family to the next level if you're already coming from a pretty you know solid background whatever If you want to be the one, you must proclaim to yourself that you are the one. I am 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 the one. It sounds simple and silly, probably to most. However, that is where this magic starts. If you want to be the one, you have to know inherently and intuitively that you are the one, because in some way, shape, or form, we are all the one. So if you've never said that, to yourself before i would propose to you the idea of you know even hitting pause right now and saying to yourself i am the one i'm the one that's going to change everything because we don't realize how powerful we are half the time so that was cool that was number 3 number 4 i like this one you cannot be a low energy person and expect high income and this one kind of really made me think twice as well because i do think in a lot of scenarios my my delivery is a little bit more laid back. It's not as in your face. I'm sure I have moments where I do get into people's faces (laughs) or whatever, but I've always kind of been an even tempered chill guy for the most part. And so I was like, man, you know, what does this even mean? Like, do do I have to be like, uh, you know, Russell Brunson, who's a famous marketer when he comes on stage, Hey guys, what's up? What's up everybody. I'm so excited to be here. He talks really fast. I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. That can't be me. But then I thought about you know other people who I look up to, Shaquille O'Neal being one of many, and also um, a distant relative of mine, someone that I look up to. You know, he's he, he's high income. Uh, uh, does that? If you listen to his his speech cadence and his delivery style, it's it's probably it's probably even slower. It Definitely is slower and more laid back than mine. So I kind of realized, okay, what what Nick means by you cannot be a low energy person and expect high income is with every hour that you have each day focusing and dedicating intensely the energy that you have in each moment to your craft or what you're doing, what's right in front of you. That's what comes with the expectation of of high income is intense, focused energy on the task at hand. And if you're uh you know, just think back to my sports days. If you're running suicides in basketball, that means, you know, you could still be a slow runner, but you better be giving 100% through the, through the entire suicide, you know, so that that's how that correlated and translated for me. And I really like that is just go be all in, go all out on what, what it is that you're doing in that moment. And number five, your brain is a problem solving mechanism. I think we all, again, we all have heard this, we all know this, but to really pause and to think, your brain is a problem-solving mechanism, meaning no, no matter what scenario, no matter what situation, no matter where you find yourself in life, if you use your brain for what, it's, for what it's meant to do, you can get out of or get into any scenario you can imagine. It all starts in the brain, and you know someone like Nick Santanastaso as a perfect example, <laughs> figured out, hey, I have a problem, at least according to what the world says. I can't do anything with my life because I got no arms, no legs, basically. He, you know, he used his brain to put him on a level now where <laughs> not having legs or an arm is probably, probably the least of his concern. If anything, it's, it's what helped get him to where he's at. So he used his problem-solving mechanism to, to get to where he needed to be. I also heard that one recently, it's like if you were put into jail, and someone said that you can't get out until you make a million dollars and you, and all you get is like a computer. Could you do it? And I think an overwhelming amount of people said, yes, you know, I, could, I could get out of jail in less than a year if you gave me a laptop. So what does that suggest? What does that propose? Again, our brains are problem solving mechanisms. Sometimes we just need to remember that. And again, put the energy, put the pressure on ourselves. So to recap, again, number one, study communication and speech patterns to make yourself a better speaker. Two, all learning is state-based. Three, in order to be the one to break the chain, you have to proclaim that you are the one to break the chain. Four, you can't be a low-energy person and expect a high income and five, your brain is a problem-solving mechanism. Those are the five lessons I learned from Nick Santanastaso. Thank you for tuning into Dream Chasers Adventures in the Future. We'll catch you in the next episode. Remember, in all you think, say and do take it to the next level. Dream Chasers, thank you. Thank you, thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share this bad boy on social media, drop a five-star review, hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. And hey, we really appreciate it. It brings better visibility, better SEO to the show, so just can't thank you enough for that. And Also, as you notice, we don't have any ads here on Dream Chasers, so I just want to remind you to head over to carswell.io to get all updates, especially because I am currently writing a book. The book is on the topic of, insert suspenseful topic here, multiplication. Yes, I'm writing a book on multiplication. I know that may sound silly, but that's what it So, is. I'm really excited about this. I've also learned it takes a lot more time to write a book than I originally expected, so... It's coming soon, and just want to remind you, if you want to get updates on my first ever book, you can go to carswell.io, drop your email address there, and you'll get all the updates you could possibly need or imagine on the release. So thank you again for your listenership, and remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.